The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Yes, it is hour two on a Friday. Thanks for chilling with us. Thanks for talking Huskers and Spartans with us. Again, let us know if you think the Huskers get bowl eligible tomorrow or not. Drop us a line, 402-464-5685 on the Sarder Heyman text line or on any of the video streams brought to you by Sarder Heyman Jewelers, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. I'm Austin Norman, joined by Eric Strickland. In about half an hour, we will have Andrew Alex on our VIP line, brought to you by Allo Fiber, where they understand the importance of exceptional service with local heart. Speaking of exceptional and local, Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Did you get yours yesterday? And you know I did. I figured you did. I sure did. want to follow up on that. And, you know, because we had WTF last night as well from 6 to 7, uh, Cluster and I, and and we actually got into a really good segment, Austin, dealing with coaches. Mm. So we're starting kind of a series talking about coaches and not only the impact of coaches, but the love. What is the love really for these days? I, I just remember coaches back in the day when I was coming up. You know, I was blessed to have my father even do it at points in time. Even though he was an officer in the Air Force, he still had the time. Mm. Um I are coaches doing it for the love or for the impact or the imprint that they're able to put into the hearts, the minds of young men, young women these days, or Mm -hmm. is there now a point where it's become monetary? It's become, you know, about maybe your kid and not necessarily the totality of the kids. Also things that have changed with that Austin is I remember when coaches used to come pick me up that now is probably kind of a taboo type of thing because just, you know, all the stuff that's going on out there, you have your Larry Nassers and, you know, just mm-hmm. different things like that. Not to say that he was a coach, but just entrusting your kids into the hands of of others outside of the sport in itself is, you know, can be difficult. But so now with the, what are those impacts and how has it changed and how has it shifted? And so we got into that debate. And so when we're looking at even now, some of the things that we briefly talked to about on air mm-hmm. is the fights that are going on amongst coaching, uh, which we're going to get into. Mm-hmm. And 
Is it the monetary aspect of it that everyone wants to hold on to the power of the purse? Mm. So I don't know, man. I think it's it's pretty deep. And so we're going to do a series about that. We we started off on the peewee, the you know the lower levels, and we're going to continually gradually move up through the uh, higher ranks into into the pro ranks. That's awesome. Make sure you check that out wherever you get your podcast. Search We Talk Facts WTF with Strick and Cluster. It's on the Tickets website. All the Tickets social medias have the live broadcast uh, of it. If you want to go back and listen, make sure you check that out. Nebraska-Michigan State, quick wrap-up, Strick. We've talked a lot about Nebraska's quarterback yeah. issues. Yeah. Michigan State has them, too. <laughs> worse, Noah probably. Kim, uh, DP's guy from the Virginia region, uh, was named the starter at the beginning of the year. He got banged up against Iowa. Well, now Michigan State's bouncing back and forth between a couple freshmen. Caton Hauser, who's more your pocket passer guy, and Sam Levitt, who can do a little bit more uh, dual threat action. Not Hauser great. got benched. Right. Mm-hmm. So they've been... They've been going back and forth between them. Hauser's bench. We we assume it's going to be Levitt who's starting for Michigan State tomorrow. The running game is led by Nate Carter, who transferred in from UConn, of all places. He's been solid, uh, 4.3 yards per carry, four touchdowns. But Strick, he has 17 catches. He's the fourth leading receiver in terms of receptions on this Michigan State team. We mm-hmm. haven't seen a lot of teams test Nebraska's linebackers in coverage with a running back. Right. So to see how... Often Michigan State wants to involve a guy like Nate Carter out of the backfield because I think Nebraska's defensive backs have an edge on Michigan State's receivers. Does Michigan State target Nebraska's linebackers with a guy like Nate Carter? It it, it could be a similar game plan in that manner. Uh, I think that is probably the advantage that each team would have. Um, I don't know. Yes, being that he's their fourth leading receiver, I think Nebraska in the past with with receivers out of the backfield has Mm -hmm. struggled. Mm-hmm. Whenever they've been good there in that in that aspect, but I think I think Nebraska is going to come with pressure. They're going to force them to because they're they're interception prone. They're going to force them to make tight tight throws in coverage. And if they're smart, um, you know I, I'm I'm kind of zoning up their tight end group. I'm doing a lot of zone blitzing stuff with maybe man coverage on the outside on, mm-hmm. on on there, but but maybe some zone with maybe one of the safeties and and a couple of the linebackers. I, I don't know if I want to put them in one on one stuff unless I'm coming with some pressure that they may not see. Mm-hmm. Then you know it's it's an easy kind of pickup in those situations. Watch out! Watch out for some screen actions because they know Nebraska's probably going to come downhill on them mm-hmm. on on some blitzing. And so they're gonna have to watch out for some screening. I don't see them. I don't see the quarterbacks hurting us with their feet. So why not at that point? Nebraska has done a solid job covering screens. We remember the Isaac Gifford play against Northwestern, where he leaked out between those two offensive linemen. Uh, Prince William Monmielen made a nice play on a screen recently. Um, the best receiving back I think Nebraska has played so far this year, Strick, would be Dylan Edwards out of Colorado. What he did to TCU in that first game out of the backfield as a receiver, splitting him out wide sometimes. Michigan State won't do that nearly as often with Nate Carter, but Nebraska held Dylan Edwards to three catches for eight yards in that game. So I think the linebackers are going to be up for the task. I just think we're going to see a little bit more of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's stick in the state of Michigan, which, by the way, the Huskers have landed. They are in East Lansing right now, so the team is there. We're going to go over to Ann Arbor. The story that keeps on giving out of Michigan football in the Wolverines. This was reported by Michigan's on three site called the Wolverine. 
Uh, I'm just going to read from the story for a sec here. Several sources at Michigan and in the media tell TheWolverine.com they are gathering evidence on two private investigators they believe are behind the investigation into UM's alleged illegal on-site scouting. The same sources also believe the two are responsible for the media leaks that have kept the story in the news for weeks. So Michigan found notice, got notice of people that was investigating Michigan's wrongdoing. The funniest thing I think at the beginning of this would have been, how is Ryan Day going to get back at Michigan for doing this sign stealing thing? Well, here's the thing. According to the paper trail, there are ties to Ryan Day. It's Ryan Day's family that has ties to these private investigators who are investigating Michigan. Yeah. Um, that, that is kind of wild. Uh, it's um, it is it is not unethical, probably for what what what's going on. It's probably a gentleman's rule mm-hmm. um, of thumb that you probably don't want to do that. Let alone get <laughs> found out by doing it. Um, it's not something that the Big Ten. I don't think I could be wrong that the Big Ten could come down on them on. It could be something on a lawsuit potentially. They they could be you know they they could say. You know, hey, you know, you're doing this or you're doing that, whether it comes from the university or from the coaching staff or whatever the case may be. It's it's a precedent that probably don't want to set. <laughs> you know, uh, especially when you're dealing with NIL and you're dealing with recruitment and you're dealing with uh, dealing with a lot of different players and, and recruiting a lot of different players and the way in which you're doing it. Uh, let's be honest. Every program isn't squeaky clean and, and uh you just probably don't want to open the floodgate of people digging into your uh, your laundry, your dirty laundry or your closet. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So uh, if that does come out to be the case, then who's going to start looking into Ohio State? Who's 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 next up? Is it Penn State? I mean, like, you know what I mean? Is like it, you start looking be, down the line, yeah. right? Then who am I trying to move up the rung against and mm-hmm. to and Maybe those next few teams that's kind of hovering right around there. May Maryland's start, looking into Penn State. I was looking into Maryland. Into yeah, yeah. There's a thought. Okay, so for for clarity, zero zero thirteen asks me to to clarify. So the according to the story, there are alleged links between Ryan Day's siblings and the private investigators who leaked the information that Michigan was stealing signs. So Michigan University has information on people investigating them. That's where we're at. The people investigating Michigan allegedly were put up to this Mm -hmm. by Ryan Day's siblings. Allegedly. Which, that asks this question then, Shrek. Let's say it's true. Does Ryan Day get plausible deniability or is Ryan Day in the Jim Harbaugh seat for this one? Where... Maybe he didn't directly order it, but he had to know this was going on. Mm-hmm. If it's his siblings, I would think. Right. That's The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The The other thing that I think is interesting that I don't think plays a part in how the Big Ten would punish Michigan, but I still think is just wildly fascinating. Um, Again, from the story on on three. In addition, other sources at Michigan allege that some of the evidence, specifically a spreadsheet provided to the Washington Post with Connor Stallion's travel plans and budget for his operation, was obtained by gaining access to Stallion's computer illegally. So what Michigan is saying is the information that the private investigators got should have never been discovered. Hacking, basically. Right. Now... If this was a full-on court of law, that's impermissible evidence. You you can't break a law to get evidence, right? You can't use it. But the Big Ten isn't a legal court. Do they want to operate like one? Or do they just say, hey, we don't care how the information got out. The facts are the facts. We're going to punish you anyways. I am so fascinated to see how Tony Petiti handles this. That's that's absolutely right because, um, yeah, you're right. They're not a legal entity. Uh, it, It would be... Like, just say you're in corporate America, right? You're the CEO and you are, you obtain information about someone that's under your purview, whether it be the COO, the, you know, CTO or, or whoever it is, mm-hmm. information has gotten to you regarding them and, and their ethical or unethical behavior. And as the CEO, it, it, it the legalities probably of the obtaining of it may not weigh as to what you actually did. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You did this. Yes, I understand that. And yes, I can't I can't necessarily l- legally come after you for it if you did something monetarily or mm-hmm. you did something with uh you know information about the company or so forth and so on. I can't necessarily come at you from a legal stand, but I can fire you. Mhm. I can deal with you uh, with some form of a, uh, you know, not sanction, but some form of dealing yeah. with you with punishment. Mm-hmm. I can do that because the fact is the fact you did this. It doesn't matter how you got the facts. So that's yeah. why it's very, it's going to be interesting to see how Petiti handles it because, but it does give him plausible deniability to, you know, with what we talked about yesterday with two teams and <laughs> potentially mm-hmm. in the playoff. Right. You, you could kind of, indemnify yourself from it from the responsibility of taking it you sent me an article that purdue has evidence that stallions or someone <laughs> in his family yeah. purchased tickets or stallions purchased tickets to six purdue games mm-hmm. purdue of course michigan's opponent in the big 10 championship game a couple of years ago yep. which i'm sure you know starts to explain some of that thunder Not collins on the text line says i thought michigan state was recording too and michigan had that proof I haven't seen anything substantiated on Michigan State stealing signs like Michigan. The way that we know Michigan State is involved in this is that they had their signs stolen by someone that looks awfully like Connor Stallions in a game that Michigan State played against Central Michigan. And as Jay was talking about on the show yesterday, Central Michigan's head coach Jim McElwain was on Jim Harbaugh's staff for a couple years. So the tie that we think is there is that Stallions was given a sideline pass to wear Central Michigan gear to take Michigan State's signs from across the sideline. 
There you go. Man. <laughs> and, and and there's there's actually a photo potentially of him being on the sideline. Uh, allegedly with some glasses mm-hmm. and allegedly with allegedly lighting up, a lighting up on the glasses, which we all know with technologies of the day that, you know, there are things you can do with glasses and, and it's some very, of them are above board. Some of them are not. It's very mission impossible. Liar. Uh, <laughs> light, uh, light, L I T. I don't know. We'll see. There's going to be more layers, but again, this is where, the ball is completely in Tony Petiti's court. Are you going to wait until you have all the facts? You might never get to the bottom of all the facts. Do you have enough to do something to Michigan? I, I would assume a decision of some sort comes in this next week if he's going to do anything about it, but I guess we'll see. Before yeah. we get to Andrew Alex, Rick, a couple games I, I want to talk about with you here real quick. We'll briefly mention this one, Notre Dame at Clemson. Number 15, Notre Dame on the road at Clemson. We'll definitely talk to Andrew Alex about this one. Clemson at 4-4 four and four hasn't lost back-to-back games in the regular season in forever. They need two to get bowl eligible. They host Notre Dame. Do you give the Tigers any chance to try to right some wrongs against the Irish? I don't know if the team has given up at this point. I don't know if they just feel as if there's no return, uh, that this season is lost. But they're facing something with this Notre Dame team that is going to challenge their heart. Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, <laughs> there's a running back by the name of Audric Estime. That man is a load. And mm-hmm. as he lines up on the other side of you and coming downhill on you, it's going to test your heart and will uh, throughout this game. Now, this is where you're going to see the, the full state of what Clemson football is, mm. especially for this year. I think they're going to be challenged in that manner, and so we'll see. We'll see where their heart lies. We'll get more on that game from Andrew as well as Florida State and Pittsburgh. Florida State's going to be a big part of our discussion with him. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. We talked about this game very briefly in the, the crossover when we made our picks. Here's the thing, Strick. I am sad to see this rivalry go away. It was, it was wildly entertaining, even if it was dominated mm-hmm. by Oklahoma. Uh, it sounds like the athletic directors are, are working on bringing that series back on at least a somewhat regular basis. But what I wish happened was as soon as Oklahoma said it was moving to the SEC, they preserved it. They preserved it yeah. like Georgia and Georgia Tech, who aren't in the same conference, like Clemson, South Carolina, who aren't in the same conference, but they play every year. I'm sure there were other things on their mind at the time, especially at Oklahoma, but I wish they would have taken that step a little more proactively. Bedlam. I mean, mm-hmm. say what you will about it. It was always intense. I mean, the history of this this matchup is very, uh, it still was always, like you said, it was always fun to watch regardless mm-hmm. of, I mean, you've seen some games that Oklahoma State opened up a can of whoop, mm-hmm. a whoop a you know, mm-hmm. on them. You know what I mean? And you've seen some games where there were some huge, some comeback wins. You've seen some games where Oklahoma did them dirt. Mm-hmm. And then you've seen some games where they were tight. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you, you just, you don't ever know what to expect, even though it does uh, the dominating factor of it. Uh, obviously, Oklahoma State's been in the doldrums of the big, big eight for a long time. <laughs> then obviously the acquisition of a uh, Barry Sanders, and you started to see a trajectory upwards. Mm-hmm and how they've had success. And so do they maintain it? We'll see. 
we'll we'll see how that all pans out. The last game that I want your thoughts on here real quick is out in the Pac-12. It'll be a later game between Washington and USC, 6.30 Central kickoff time. Is this a, a chance for Washington's offense to get back on track against a bad USC defense? Is this a track meet for both of these teams? Or is this where USC kind of rights the ship a little bit and knocks off Washington in Los Angeles? Um, It's either... Washington is going to take this by the reins or they're going to do Washington things. Spit it. Washington has been in this position before Mm -hmm. where they've gotten to a position. They're sitting right there in the, in, in the weight because what's ahead of them is going to knock each other's blocks off at Mm -hmm. some point where you're in the driver's seat of your own car and right now, it is a nice whip that you're driving. You're sitting pretty as you stop at the stop sign, but now the light turns green and it's time for you to go against the USC team. Are you going to go or are you going to sit there? You got an elite car. Mm-hmm. Did you put the right oil in it or did you put that regular oil and your car is now sputtering? This is what we're going to see. I think this is going to be a very good test for them to go down into California, into L.A. against the USC team that's probably mad. Mm -hmm. There's some Mm -hmm. frustration there. Mm -hmm. They're probably looking at it from a standpoint of how can we knock a team off his rocker after we've been knocked off. So it can be intense. It can be intense. So we'll see. And their defense just, just stinks to high heaven. You smell it USC, from here. It's just, uh, it's just the ugliest thing, and I don't know how their defense is just that bad. You would think that they would be able to do something on the defensive side of things. They're just bad. So, but we'll see. Will they, will they be able to, st- you know, stand tall when they, when they need to at home against the, mm-hmm. you know, top ten team. Those are the games I'm interested in this weekend. Those are the the high roller games, I think. But there's plenty more going on in ACC country. We'll talk Notre Dame, Clemson. Florida Pitt, trap game for the Seminoles, potentially. Do they deserve their number four ranking? Can they climb? We'll get into that and more with our guy out in ACC It's either going to be the Pac-12 or it's going to be the ACC, I think. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Both teams are in a very similar position. The ability to, to, to take their own, put their own car in shift and gears mm-hmm. to go on and take it. They're both right there, and this is what's going to be a great weekend to see that. It will be. We'll get into Alex's thoughts when we get back. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.